it comes down to trying to expose yourself to the best things that humans have done and then try to bring those things in to what you're doing. I mean, Picasso had a saying, he said, good artists copy, great artists steal. And we have, you know, always been shameless about stealing great ideas. Um, and I think part of what made the Macintosh great was that the people working on it were musicians and poets and artists and zoologists and historians who also happen to be the best computer scientists in the world. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Launch Byte. I am your host, Chris Chai, and with me is my regular co-host, Brian Lee. Hello. This is a podcast where we talk about entrepreneurship in Singapore and other random things that interest us. In this show, we chat about originality, copycats, and give some tips to differentiate ourselves. If you have any feedback, please tweet at us at LaunchBite or email us at hi at launchbyte.com or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash launchbyte. We would love to hear your opinions about what we talk about and if you have an interesting topic you want us to discuss, uh, please just hit us up on any of those mediums. If you want to find today's show notes, go to launchbyte.com slash 55. Hi Brian, how are you doing? Good, good. Sunday is always good. Uh, today, instead of uh, going for a run, I sleep in. Yay! <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, I've been doing pretty well. I had a barbecue on Friday, so my throat is still slightly recovering, so it might sound a little bit lower than usual. But yeah, it's it's been a good week. A lot of things have been happening. It's October already. It's really, really late into the year. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah been busy with work and stuff so nothing too interesting happened no wonder you sound so funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah the the barbecue was just way too good entry's barbecue it's amazing uh anywho there has been quite a few things happening in the news uh Mm -hmm. especially locally so i think one of the things that kind of caught our eye was the um, blogger who was accused of plagiarizing yeah um, his blog post that was about his experience on getting on the Singapore the SIA Suites class um, flight. Yeah, right? so it's titled uh, What is it like to fly the 23,000 Singapore Airlines Suites class? So he took photos, everything and all. Yeah, well, for one, it's really damn expensive. And also, <laughs> like, uh, he actually went on the flight, but then for his article, uh, a lot of people accused him of uh, copying certain phrases, certain flourishes from other bloggers Mm -hmm. and also taking some of the photos from other bloggers without crediting them. So it's pretty, it was pretty messy and this guy is like a pretty well-known engineer who was quite famous for doing his uh, bread system which was that Berkeley ridiculously automated DOM. You guys can go check it out. It was a YouTube hit Mm -hmm. and um, it also came it also brought up the whole idea of like, you know, what's copying, what's stealing, what's originality. And it's a pretty interesting topic to talk about because Apple has been accused of copying. Samsung has been accused of copying and sued for copying. So what do you think about the whole idea that nothing is original anymore in the world that we live in? Uh, I think this is so funny. Uh, so first of all, 
particular to this incident, right, the Singapore Airlines Suites class that he wrote about, mm-hmm. uh, for a fact that he did actually went on board the not a fact la, but based on his photo with the air ticket name and his passport, it did seems that he really bought onto the plane. Yeah. But I do not why I do not know why he did uh he intended to use other people's photo. Okay, maybe other people's take a nicer photo, uh, but he should at least credit them. Then uh so I think it's really funny. <laughs> For yeah. this particular so uh coming back to the copying incident, I actually this this topic is sparks off uh, besides all these uh issues that's happening recently. I remember quite some time ago you posted on Facebook as well. Then mm-hmm. uh, I commented like nothing is original. Yeah. Uh, so you are asking like uh for example Apple is Apple coming out with the iPhone six plus. It is also not the first phone to come out with a 5.5 inch screen, but it improves on what others are doing. So I think that uh, nothing is original because everything could be a improvement to work on, or it's just a remix. Because it's hard to get an uh, original idea now. For example, uh, I I will consider this as an improvement. Uh, let's say Uber. And leave. Some people might consider, uh, leave a direct copy of Uber, or rather, I don't know which startup comes first, or rather, Uber a direct copy of Lyft. It really depends on how you see it. I see it as an improvement because they do things differently. Right. So I think, um, to me, there are several different definitions of this whole copying that a lot of people just lump together as. Uh, copying or stealing, right? So I would like to break it up into three very distinct uh, different kinds of copying. The first is just uh, copying to improve or iterations. The second is cloning. So um, when I talk about cloning, I'm kind of talking about like the whole Flappy Bird saga where uh, Flappy Bird was released and then a couple of weeks later, there were like a hundred different developers doing exactly the same game. They were just straight up cloning the mechanics, straight up cloning the game. There was a very good example of this as well uh, with the game Threes, which was very famously cloned into uh, 1024, right? And that did very well. And then finally, I want to talk about stealing, which is where you straight up take other people's hard work and claim it as your own, which is, in this case, what this blogger has done. Mm-hmm. So coming back to copying again, right? Copying to me is part of the whole design process in all honesty or part of designers learning how to improve themselves. Very famously, Steve Jobs was uh, in an interview and he quoted Pablo Picasso, right? Good artists copy, great artists steal. Very specifically, what I feel that he meant by this is that um, some of the good artists will just take what the masters have done mm-hmm. and then reproduce it in their own works as part of their own works and create their own um, ideas around it. But when he says great artists steal, what he really means is that you take an idea and then you do it in such a way that it's so much better that it becomes your idea, becomes a whole new idea that you have come up with. So think of the idea of smartphones back in 2006, 2005, right? Mm-hmm. There were quite a few uh, smartphones by Nokia. You could surf the web, you could do a few other things. These were all very basic uh, capabilities, but it was all limited by the interface 
of the old Nokia phones that we had. And what Apple did was that they took that idea of having a smart computer, uh, a mini computer in your pocket, and turned it into this whole uh, touchscreen PDA combined with a phone kind of experience. Yeah, they so, improve on it, and they improve yeah. on to Palm. At that time, was Palm is like the business things to have, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people were carrying around Palm Pilots and stuff. But then what Apple did was that they sold this whole idea of having a mini computer in your pocket mm-hmm. and made it as if they were the ones who thought about smartphones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's in fact, I almost completely forgot about Pilot. And <laughs> this was actually a pretty good example of what I felt is, um, you know, taking an idea and stealing it and making it something that people will remember you for. So yeah, it's kind of the way that we improve and we innovate, in my opinion. I, w- I would say that uh, another good example of this, th- I think there are several examples. Like this, uh, there's an article that says that Facebook is actually an example of this because Facebook is hmm. not the first social network like Friendster, MySpace are, and uh, he actually Absolutely. improves on it, uh, on like, for example, introducing new features like um, events, uh, groups, and whatever not. Yeah, so... Yeah, you're like absolutely you're right. Friendster was, I think, the first social network that I used when I was, um, God, that was 10 years ago, when I was in uh, secondary school, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it was, it was there, and then I kind of remember it, the old testimonial thing, and... I can't remember whatever messages. And then now, when we think of social networks, we immediately think of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the de facto social, biggest social network that has ever been around, but it wasn't the first. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, uh, so we sidetracked a little bit. So recently, there's a ELO, <laughs> but I don't think ELO will catch up. There's a new social network ELO? that says oh, that. Yeah. ELO, right. Uh, ELO, yeah. yeah. That they say that they won't use ads to generate revenue. Well, yeah. I don't know what to think of that because it's there's always going to be competition in whatever space that you're in. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether or not they compete by copying what you do or compete by offering a completely different service. Mm-hmm. Elo doesn't really copy much from Facebook. It seems like it's designed with a very different um, uh, use case in mind. Yeah, I it's, feel like it's Tumblr, but uh, that's another yeah. story altogether. <laughs> yeah, we could probably talk about it at some point, but... Yeah, I I feel like you can't really say Elo's a copy. It's it's the it's a social network, mm-hmm. but social networks can be Twitter, it can be Facebook, and they're not super f- similar. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, um, moving on to the next thing that I was talking about earlier, cloning. So, cloning is to me a very gray area when it comes to um, when it comes to innovating. So. There are a lot of examples of apps out there that straight up clone mm-hmm. other app ideas. But at some point, these clones usually, if they do well, they will start to um, add in their own features, make their own changes based on what kind of audience they're trying to target, which sometimes is not the same as the original app. Um, good example of this is the game Threes. Mm-hmm. So initially, Threes was an iOS app where um, the game mechanics are that you combine tiles that are matching. So a three will match with a three and then it will become a six. So if this sounds very familiar, it's because you probably played one zero two four or two zero four eight. I think two zero four eight is the one that uh more mainstream. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And the thing is that uh threes was a paid 
iOS app, mm-hmm. and it was created by a game de- uh, indie game developer in the US um, over the course of two years, if I'm not wrong, two or three years. And then 1024 copied the mechanics of uh, the iOS app and made it as a web app. And then 2048 combined that into some other mechanics, but I can't remember. But it's a very good example of like the game iterating and introducing a slightly different game mechanic, yeah. right? Yeah, but the original idea of like having these simple com- combination style gameplay came from Threes. And the Threes developer was actually quite disappointed with the fact that these clones were doing so well because he wasn't getting any credit for all the hard work that he put into it. And I entirely understand why. He spent like two years perfecting the game mechanics and trying out different things and finding the perfect um, kind of experience. And then someone else comes along and takes it, steals it, and then puts it online for free. Right? I I don't know because it's... (laughs) It's, it's the same incident, right? There's nobody remember pumps anymore. <laughs> well, in a sense... Okay, so the thing is that the iPhone improved on it so much that Palm got competed out of its smartphone space. Well, not smartphone. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Personal device. Yeah. PDA. PDA oh, space. Okay, okay, okay. Okay? Right, but in this case, it's straight up, they just copied the mechanics and changed yeah, yeah, the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just right? changed the numbers. Yeah. So it seemed... It seemed really unfair to the developer, and he wrote a very long blog post. I'll oh, go dig it up later. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I posted about this a long time ago, and we were talking about the whole. Um, is this really how we want to encourage innovation and stuff? And I can see why he will be disappointed with it. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, to be fair, I did buy his game to support okay. him because I didn't know that he was developing this game uh, before it came out and before this whole saga came about but it's incredibly difficult to um, you know tell a developer hey would you really spend two years trying to figure out this idea or would you just want to wait for something to get popular and then you copy it and then you'll make a quick buck yeah right actually uh, so this is the interesting thing how did I never really studied into it, but it is interesting to know how did two zero four eight itself be- become mainstream. Uh, why do I, why do I say mainstream? Because uh, many of my friends, those those they are not in the tech scene. Those they are just um they are, they are working no uh yeah. So they they will often play this game two zero four eight. Then they will tell me about it. Then if I ask them, hey, have you heard of three? Then uh, so the the next thing reply is what is three. <laughs> So yeah. they, they, they didn't even know that uh, the 204 originated from this because we are app developers, so we, we yeah. know. So something must happen that caused 2048 to be become so mainstream. Is it because it is free? Uh, it did open source its web app at yeah. one point in time. Yep. So maybe that helps it to take off. Uh, the only thing is if the 2048 creator did credit the... If I am not sure whether if they credit, maybe people will still know of three and they will still support him like you do. Because if I know, I will buy. Because of yeah. his hard work and innovation. Yeah, that's the thing, and um, I think for those of us who have been involved in creating uh, applications, right, we understand the amount of effort that it takes to go into mm-hmm. uh, to create something like this and something as polished as threes. And uh, he actually did this super long blog post. Um, again, I will post it in our show notes, and we mm-hmm. can share this with our listeners. And if you really read through it, 
it's really long, but you can skip through to the um, different sections. He put pretty nice here, so you can understand the journey that he went through. Then you have this, you have this sense of how unfair it is for a creator like themselves, mm-hmm. for someone who's creative and someone who has put their um, energy into something like this. Uh, it it's hard to it's hard to say. Oh, it's okay to clone something and then pass it off as your own creation. Yeah, I can relate to how he feel because uh, uh, when I read the blog post last time, mm-hmm. there was a he did share a lot of images and pictures of how the game actually iterate forward. Like yeah. from uh, the grey box Then they start to add colours Then they, they put in the figures And uh, how the calculation If you manage to read the whole thing So to all listeners Then you will put yourself in his shoe And have a situation right? Like you are in a school You are doing a school project Then your friend next to you Copy exactly the same project But maybe change the name And submitted earlier than you And because he submitted earlier than you At the same project Then he has a higher score Maybe he scored 100 He scored 80 That's the kind of feeling I can relate yeah. to Yeah So um, Okay This is a very personal opinion of mine Yeah In that A lot of Every time that you put an idea, right, mm-hmm. be prepared for people to steal your idea or to clone your idea. Mm-hmm. The main thing that creators have is that they have the advantage of knowing exactly where they want to take their vision to. Uh, in a game, it might be slightly different. It might be that, you know, uh, you have already finished your product and you've already put it forward. But the thing is, you're always going to be creative. You're always going to be the first one to um, really push out something that is innovative, that is uh, interesting. And a lot of people will appreciate you for that. And your talents will allow you to do that. But for the cloners, the copiers out there, they are not going to come up with something new at the end of the day. And personally, I don't really care if people clone what I do or if they try and copy what I do, if they compete, I will compete harder. It's the whole idea of, like, I'm not going to just sit here and take it uh, lying down. I won't sit here and just uh, sulk about it, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know it seems very unfair uh, to creators like this, and I completely understand why they will be uh, angry or they will be depressed or why they will uh, feel like the world has wronged them mm-hmm. but can't really stop it right so you just have to learn how to work with them well not work with them but deal with them yeah you, you are you're right that's why i think that uh there are a lot of startups or rather businesses not necessarily startup businesses when they try they want to try something new they wouldn't uh how would I say? Okay, so recently there's a trend about openness, transparency and all. Everyone will be sharing what they are going to do with their business online on their own, the founder's blog. Or this yeah. like moving forward. Mm. Uh, no, no, this is the current trend. In the past, people would not write out all these problems or even the, uh, the milestone that they are going to hit because they are worried that if they write out the feature list, yeah. uh, people might copy. Yeah, but... Yeah. Okay. But so, then only if you... Uh, Personally, I think that if you clone or if you copy at one stage, it's okay, but you must improve on it. So my example, a quick one will be, another one will be like, for example, Twitter. 
So when Weibo came out, it was exactly the same. But Weibo also took off, did, did their own things, coming out with uh, they have even ads inside, but they managed to and introduce games and whatever not. So th- it totally deviated away from the original idea. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's possible for you to clone an idea and apply it to a different space, mm-hmm. and that's fine. That's uh, I feel like that's fair competition. Yeah. But the one that about the tree, uh, that's pretty challenging. Yeah, yeah. I think it's harder to apply this to games because if the mechanics are the same, like I think previously there was a well, what was the name of that game about bears and villagers or something. Uh, I can't remember the name of it but yeah basically a bigger studio actually cloned the idea of a smaller studio oh. and that was just straight up like ugh. it was it's a very bad and of course people who are in the know people who have been following gaming news would see that and be disgusted with the original studio but for the most part people don't know mm-hmm. people aren't interested in this kind of news so it's a bit sad but we have to deal with it yeah. So this will fall into the. Cop- it's a, it's a gray area between cloning and I feel uh stealing. Stealing, yeah. yeah. So talking about stealing, stealing is, to me, the most extreme form of copying, where you take someone's idea and you claim it as your own without, uh, okay, this is this is different from uh, what. Steve Jobs was talking about when he talked about great art of steel. To me, when I define stealing, I want to define it as something like plagiarism, where you take someone else's words and claim them to be your own, which in this case is an example. A good example would be this blog post that we were talking about at the Uh start of the show. So, um, how do we do this? We are both content creators in our own way, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we write our own stuff, we take pictures, or we uh, create content for things that we do. And uh, there is, a, I mean, there is copyright law. We are protected. And we also have this um, sense that, you know, you shouldn't copy-paste someone else's work. Mm-hmm. This is just like an unsaid rule among content creators, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when you plagiarize something, it's it's just laziness, I think. At the end of the day, uh, yes, it actually okay. So tell you, uh, so I'm as content creators, right? I I am very afraid of this. Uh, where other bloggers coming to my site, then they say, "Hey, Brian, never credit me." Wow. So, uh, for any post or any photos that I use. Whenever mm-hmm. I write something, if I'm quoting or I'm taking reference, I will always put a reference tag or a link back to that content creator. Because yeah. I know uh maybe it comes back to the incident night tree again. Because I know that if you write out something in this world and it makes sense, you want other people to know that it actually originated back from you. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a pay it forward thing. Like if you're going to uh, use someone else's idea or someone else's code, right? It's entirely fine to quote it and then credit him because it adds to your own article. It's not like when people read your article, they're like, "Oh, okay, uh, this wasn't written by this guy. Uh, it's not his. He's not a good writer." It really is complementing your own article with other people's great work, and I don't. Just stealing straight out. Yeah. yeah, stealing is is act 
like you say, I also feel that it's extreme. Okay, but I need to put uh forward a question, so mm-hmm. sort of like example, so that uh the listeners they can visualize. Um, MediaCorp has an app called Eat. Ah, okay. So Burper, our friends, uh, in the startup community, they are also a food journal. Yeah. What would you? Put them into Is it copying Cloning Or is it stealing I would say that They are They are a clone um, A clone Okay Yeah So I have not actually Used their Eat app mm-hmm. It does Almost I did look Through the Initial descriptions And stuff When it first came out Because I was curious But I didn't want to Download it But to me It's based around the same domain, the same idea of recommending food, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they will probably branch off into a very different experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, sorry. So, uh, recently, on the news, I saw they have, they already run, branch out to different kind of style. Really. Yeah. yeah. So, that's an example of something cloning and then eventually becoming its own uh, idea, I think. Do you have a example for stealing a straight out um, okay, but before we go into that, oh, but sorry, I do yeah. want to say for the Eat app, right? Yeah. The colors that they chose, the aesthetic that they chose was very similar to what Burple did. <laughs> so it's very difficult to say that the app developers were putting much effort into it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one of the feelings I got. But anywho, um, like you said, stealing, a good example of stealing. Huh. Hmm. Okay, um, while I think about that, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about the whole Samsung copying Apple and Apple taking features from Samsung? Hey, uh, I don't know, because I'm an Apple fanboy. <laughs> no, because yeah. they do... Th- okay, so uh, they do it above and beyond what the current status is. So if, let's say, the iPhone 6 Plus, the 5.5 inch, uh, behave exactly like the Samsung Galaxy 4 or is it uh, Samsung uh, Galaxy Note then I have nothing to say then I will say that hey this is like plagiarism this is like you know taking their idea but they work and improve upon their ideas it's, uh, so even the, the case uh, Apple might make it round now it's no longer flat or rectangle but uh it's thinner. They ma- managed to make it thinner, and the feel is still there. So I, I really, I really don't know. I don't know if I am biased, or I, and because I am biased, I couldn't give a good judgment, particular to this incident. Mm, okay, so to me, it's, but you are uh, using an Android phone. You should have a good feel on this. Yeah, I'm using Android phone. I feel that they do copy things. Uh, so Android itself was basically a copy and an improvement of the iOS interface, right? Uh-huh. They introduced widgets. They introduced, uh, well, not very well, but they introduced a lot of other features that um, Apple Custom didn't have. Custom keyboards and stuff like that, and now you can see like the innovation has gone back to Apple, where now they are allowing custom keyboards and other features like the notification center that are very similar to Android. And I think this is fine. This is copying and this is improving because Apple actually improves on the experience Mm -hmm. of all these features when it's used in a phone as a whole, while Samsung has been improving on the availability of features in the first place. It's a very good testing ground. So, yeah, I I think they've both improved in their own way over the years. Android was always a bit of a mess because initially I don't think they really 
had a good idea of how to design the interface. But because of the messiness that it had, it was it was uh, it was good for the smartphone as a whole. Okay, so I really can't think of a good example of stealing apart yeah, from plagiarism. No, no worries, we will just yeah uh, put it into show notes when we have it. Yeah, I think if we do, we can chat it out on Twitter or uh, on Facebook and we can talk about these articles. Okay, cool. So I think that will bring us to the end of this segment. Um, you guys can come back and tune in on Thursday. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, uh, Friday right. actually. Uh, oh, sorry, Friday, I yes. have uh, one uh, closing statement that I wish to share. That, okay. that uh, we are not saying that copy or whatever that is wrong. I think that if you take an idea, improve upon it, then uh, yeah, maybe that that's even better. Don't just plainly one for one, but one take one and make it become three or four or five. Yeah, absolutely. Alright, so that brings us to the end of the show. You can find us at www.launchbyte.com. Uh, Brian, where can they find more about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at L-E-E-T-U-C-K-S-I-N-G. And you can find me on Twitter as well at A-N-T-T-Y-C. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you. Bye-bye.